Manchester said, you're going to stay, you will know that Tottenham are shit. Tottenham Hotspur are shit. Hello, welcome back to the Mr. Arsenal podcast. Obviously, you can see I'm joined with Steve and Andrew. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, doing Hi. good, doing good. Yeah. Good, thank you. How are you two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they all good here. Just watch, obviously, got the, obviously doing, obviously doing what we're doing now, but obviously Bournemouth's coming out yeah. of the screen, so I'm keeping an eye on that as we go along. Yeah, I've got it on as well. That's why I'm sitting over here today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing out. I'll have to find it on the sky. Then, won't I? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's yeah. on ITV. Uh, yeah, ITV one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, obviously, the winners of that go play players away. So, mm. yeah, imagine, imagine oh, missed the draw. Actually, I missed the draw. What's the draw? What's the all, draw? all the big teams awarded each other. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, so, Middlesbrough <laughs> at home to Chelsea, which would be good. Yeah, good one for them. Uh, fancy their chances for that one if they play anything like they did uh, yesterday. The, the winners of the winners of. Uh, Forest versus Huddersfield are at home to Liverpool. I can't remember who City got. Southampton. Away to Southampton, Man City. Yep, Southampton away, yeah. Tough one for them as well. Yeah. Well, you never know. It's the cup, isn't it, as they say? Anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, Everton are plunging in turmoil today as well, aren't they, with Usmanov and... All that stuff. Mashiri stepped down as chairman and, and oh, all that today. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know he stepped down. I know obviously uh, been, Uzuma has been sanctioned by this trust, but I didn't know the rest of that. Okay. He's had all his um, assets frozen, isn't he? Or yeah. seized? Or yeah, yeah. He said his boat. His boat was in Germany. Apparently, his yacht, and uh, that's <laughs> that's gone. That's been seized. <laughs> Okay, some, government about... some government officials there having a party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're having a right, right party on there, right as we speak. Fucking yeah, yeah. Angela, Angela Merkel, whatever her fucking name is, <laughs> having her fucking knees up. It's <laughs> only about 40 or 50 million pounds, you know, nothing much. Like well stopped, isn't it? Pretty really well stopped, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, I mean, a lot obviously going to the actual main point of the podcast. Obviously, a lot has happened since we last came up. We asked uh, and obviously, Arsenal won their respective game against the Wolves by the skin of their teeth in the end. <laughs> Thanks to Andrew shouting down the microphone. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, um, and yeah, and obviously, Tottenham being Tottenham being knocked out the cup. Bielsa's being sacked, but rivals have dropped. Watford, Watford took points out of Old Trafford. It just has done us a massive favour mm. in the grand scheme of things. And obviously, you've got Watford next, and Man City you've got Man, got Man City coming up this weekend afterwards. So it's a big, it's a big few, big two weeks ahead, really, coming up for us. Really, got obviously Watford this weekend, but because the last May United have got obviously now City, City, Tottenham, Liverpool in that order, in the, in the next three games. Potentially, this is a good chance for us to sort of get ourselves into top four, but give us a bit of a breathing space as well. Mm. So going back and forth, back and forth. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely. 
Steve, obviously, we spoke to you since the, or since our last podcast in terms of actual Wolves game. What was your thoughts on that and how we got, how we just grinded out that win in the end? Yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a grind in the end. I mean, the thing you don't want to do is go behind against Wolves, do you? Do you? I mean, I think the stat was, was it 45 games where they've scored first, they haven't lost? Yeah. Some, some ridiculous stat. And the way they're set up, they don't concede many goals anyway, do they? So, mm. you know, the fact that we went a goal behind, um, you know, and then um, the substitutions come along and it changed the game, didn't it? Pepe got, you know, got his chance, took it. And then, you know, it's um, all in the last minute, you know, somehow we got the win. And that's what you do, didn't it? When you're a, mm. when you're a side challenging, you find ways to win games mm. somehow and, you know, we've got that little bit about us now where we can win these games. Um, and it's in our hands, isn't it? Because now the teams around us are, you know, are not consistent enough to, you know, win every game. So, you know, we've got three games in hand on United, a point behind them. You know, we could mm. win those three. We go a point behind Chelsea. You know, we're already three points ahead of Tottenham. So it's really West Ham, isn't it? The team that's probably going to be the one that challenges the most. Um, but yeah, it's in our hands, and you know, a win's a win. So, away at Watford, that'd be another tough game, but it's a game we should win, I think. You know, um, and as I say, it's top four. The thing we said last time if we don't get top four now from where we are in the situation of the league, it'll be a real shame. Mm. It'll feel like an underachievement if we finish fifth, although it'd be an achievement based on where we finished last season. But it would just feel like a, we've missed out again, wouldn't it, if we finish fifth or sixth? Yeah, yeah. It will, it, of course it will. Especially the, the opportunities in our it literally in terms of in our hand, because obviously Tottenham, Tottenham are falling off a cliff. United are massively underperforming this season. With the, with the squad they had to start the season, they shouldn't, we have no right to be in this conversation of Champions League squads, but because of their ego, so they say, we're in this situation where we are literally, as you say, three, with three games in hand, sort of three steps at the dark to get above them, basically. Only a point ahead of us, sorry. And um, I was saying on the, was Andrew's podcast overnight on Tuesday, because obviously everyone's got all the, all the media and all that, up, knowing we, no one really wants top four, no one wants it. He keeps swapping. If you actually look, if you actually look at the form, go back to the, um, Ever, after the Everton game up till now, in the league itself, we've only lost one league game. And that was Man City on New Year's Day. We've drawn mm. one. That was Burnley. But we've literally won all the rest. Yeah. And well, we haven't played that many games either, though, have we? I suppose it mm. almost feels like we're playing one a month at the moment. You know, there's so much gap between the games. But, but um, yeah, yeah my, isn't it? Just the way yeah, it is. It is what it is. But I'm just saying, if we got we got form. In the, that's the, I think that's the main thing. It's get, I think we said it last night. Someone mentioned in the chat. We win ten out of our last fourteen. Surely, we should be. We should sneak into fourth with that, with that sort of with the form we've been at the moment. Ten out of fourteen wins remaining. Mm. That should, that, does that see us through, or do we just miss out still? I don't know. I mean, you, you've got to. You've got to, for us to miss out. One of the other teams have got to go on some amazing unbeaten run, haven't they? Mm. And none of them are actually showing that's in their locker at the moment. Yeah, West Ham have dropped off all of a sudden. You know, Man United, you know, and nowhere. Tottenham, who knows what sort of time team they're going to turn up. And they're not going to get, you know, they're all playing each other as well, aren't they, in the next few games. So mm. that all goes in our favour. And if we, if we lose, you know, three or four games, 
as you say, 10 wins from now to the end of the season gets us top four, I think. I think that's a do, yeah, stone wall. Mm. And, it, and when you consider we, we've lost, obviously lost our captain in Aubameyang back in uh, end of tra- last transfer window. He weren't exactly scoring goals in the first place. What we've got left they're not in terms of striker wise in Eddie and Lacazette, in terms of actually scoring themselves, aren't providing the goals, but in the, but they're providing it in other ways, like we saw with Eddie the assist and then Lacazette, the miss the sort of missed shot, whatever I can call it. They went mm. in. But also with Lacazette, it's the it's how he how he plays nowadays is literally he brings the youngsters in. He he brings all the mm. other attackers in. So they mm. have the shots, they have the goals. And if we mate, if we can get top four, based on that, with no actual out and out striker scoring our goals, I don't think that's ever been done for a top four team, a team that's finished in the top four, being their main striker not scoring scoring the bulk of the goal to get them there. Mm. And also we've got a def- we've got a defence that actually can defend apart from obviously one slip up at in that Wolves game. But they can defend, they, they communicate, they're, we're a unit. And we've got Vams doing goals, a bit of Shouzri as well. He likes to wind mm. up with fans. And what was it? Was it the one? They did, they did a, a fan a fan cam, a player cam, didn't they? Arsenal. And basically, when asked when um, Arsenal scored the equals, he's gone running, running up the pitch, basically, giving it the big mm. up. And obviously, if all time runs up, gives it to big, big into Neves. And Neves runs off the pitch crying, like, you know what? But. Um, I mean, Andrew, what about yourself? What are your thoughts on all this and what we've got to say so far? Uh, well, of course it's in our hands. If we, if we win all our games, then no one can catch us. Mm. It's that simple. But we won't need to win all our games. I do think that 10 is definitely enough, 100%. Um, and like I've said before, um, you know, in regards to the who we've got with our games in hand, <clears throat> that may become irrelevant further down the line. I know we've got Liverpool very, very soon. But with regards to Chelsea and Spurs, I mean, A, I fancy our chances against both of them, to be perfectly honest. Mm. Um, and if we just keep plugging away and, and getting the wins against the teams that we should be beating, which we've been doing regularly, mm. um, Apart, you know, we had that slip up against Everton. We had the slip up against uh, only drawing against um, Burnley, but they've gone on to show since that that was perhaps we should, you know, take that as a decent point at the moment because they're mm. on a bit of a resurgence and they've got wins against other other clubs that they weren't expecting to to win. So um, it wasn't about too bad a result, you know. Looking back on it now. Mm. But um, yeah, if we keep beating the team, excuse me, one second. Sorry, I had a frog in my throat there. But if we keep beating the teams that we should be beating, starting at Watford and then starting at Leicester, uh, again, straight after that, then those two wins may well become a lot more relevant as well because the other two, the other teams that are following us and chasing us may drop points in the meantime. And it mm. looks like, you know, with the teams that they're playing, um, then that's a possibility as well. So I'm I'm really quite quietly confident about it. Um and I think every every one of us would have taken probably sixth place at the beginning of the season. Hmm. But hmm. the landscape does change as the season progresses. So if as we stand now, if we don't make that top four in this position that we're in, 
it will feel extremely, extremely disappointing. Really disappointing. Mm. Mm. In a similar sort of way that it did with, you know, when we were under Unai Emery for that first season. Yeah. Because we, we should have got it that one point. I mean, we got one point out of our final t- four games. Mm. As a Brighton the following the week before, yeah. yeah. Yeah, one point from... And considering that was at one point out of 12, we missed Champions League by one point. And that's mm. why it was so utterly devastating that season. It was just awful. And I just don't want that to happen again. But we seem to have got a completely different mentality now. We've got a completely different team. And, um, uh, you know, a, a defence that is, you know, not allowing 20 shots against us, 20 to 30 shots against us every single game. So yeah. it, it's, a, it's like a different team altogether. Which it, well, it is a different team altogether from then. So I'm a lot more confident now than I was back then. And the other good thing is that we will be putting out our strongest team in every single game because that's all we've got. We've, we haven't yeah. got... The, it's not a distraction when you're sort of in the latter stages of the Europa League. It's obviously a very good thing, but it was a, a distraction for Unai Emery with regards to who to pick for the, those league games that we just messed up in so badly. Yeah. We, haven't got, it, we haven't got all that this time. We have got some players that can come on and make a difference, haven't we? So it's not mm. it's not as if we're playing with 11, is it? We, we do have, mm. you know, Pepe, Tavares. I mean, obviously Tommy will come back at some point. You know, not that Cedric's done anything wrong in my opinion the last few games, but no, you know, we'll also have we'll have one of ESR and Martinelli as well. Well, exactly. So one we've, we've on got options that can come through if if needed. So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, as I said, you know, I can't see any of the teams around us winning all their games. Um, you know, by Sunday we'll have another game in hand. In effect, won't we? In effect, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, the table could look completely different again, couldn't they? If United go and lose, I'm not sure when they're playing. Are they playing Saturday? They're, they're playing Sunday after us, yeah. Right, OK. So, um, West Ham are then playing before us then, aren't they, on Saturday? I think they're playing half, yeah, half, 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 half Saturday. I yeah, think. so if, if West Ham don't win that game, we'll have another game on top of that. So, it's all, mm. it's all falling in falling in our favour at the moment. Mm. We've just got to keep winning our games. That's all we've got to do. Just focus on what we're doing. You know, yeah. We're only playing once a week. We've no, there's no cup distractions. Mm. You know, we don't have a Russian owner, so we can just do what we need to do <laughs> and um, pick the best side to win the game. And we know what that side is because he's picked mm. it pretty much every game for the last, you know, however long. Mm. Um, and, and just keep going. Just keep knocking out the wins. Um, one nil, you know, one nil every game will suit me. Yeah, and that also that's another thing we mentioned about squads. That's another thing that sort of changed this year of Arteta is that obviously last season we saw, because obviously we didn't go to the games, but so we saw it from home. He kept changing, chopping and changing every game. Mm. There wasn't a, a, a fixed 11, so to speak. No, apart from obviously maybe Leno and Aubameyang, everyone else is like in, out, in, out, mm. shake it all about. They weren't suspended. <laughs> Where we've got consistency there now. There's a there's a unit there. That everyone knows their 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 place, mm. and even the ones that are not that are on the fringe of being the first and possibility, but not quite good enough in Arteta's eyes. They're not complaining about it. They're getting on with it. We're not having his infighting or nothing like that. Mm. And another thing that benefits us in terms of the fixtures is, as you said, we've got Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham. There's our three games in hand as it as it stands respectively. 
Tottenham are Tottenham. Tottenham what way they're playing, we want them off to park anyway. Liverpool and Liverpool and uh, Chelsea, they could possibly Liverpool still in Europe, and they're in the FA Cup still, so they've got all that to contend with. So they're going to by that by the time we play them in a couple of weeks time, they're going to be missing about their team anyway. So that could benefit us in that sense, and hopefully we can get at least a, at least a point out of that home game against Liverpool and Chelsea. Even with the, the FA Cup and the uh, Champions League, depending on how deep they're going, that. I do fancy us. Even though it's that same for Bruce, I do fancy us to get something from that. I think the, the, the main, the, the, hardest, the hardest one is going to be Liverpool, obviously. Mm. They, go for, they actually are going for a title. So, I mean, Chelsea are, I don't care what it was, they're bound to be a bit affected by everything, all the upheaval that's going on within the club at the moment as well. Mm. And like you said, they're, they're still juggling three competitions at the moment as well. So, I definitely fancy our chances against them. I mean, like I said a few times before, we've done the double over them last season, so mm. I'm not saying it can happen again, but we we can beat them. We know that. Mm. And we're when we did the double over them last season, once again, i go back to the fact that we had a completely different team then as well. And we've, mm. We're playing a lot better now with a better team, better players than we were back then. Mm. So mm. Um, I do fancy our chances against them. I fancy our chances at home against Liverpool because they are, mm. the, the longer the the season's going on and the, the more chances we've got of getting into this top four, can you imagine how much elevated more the, the crowd are going to be every single home game as well coming up uh, this season? And again, in that Liverpool game, I can see the crowd just being amazing once again mm. like they have been all season. And that sort of thing can really help you know, and sort of help tip the... This, the seesaw in your direction, so uh, I, I'm quite quietly confident we can get something out of that Liverpool game as well. And Spurs are Spurs, so I'm not worried about them in the slightest. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we just got to be concentrated in every single game and treat every single game exactly the same, whether it's Liverpool, Chelsea, Spurs, Watford, Leicester, or, or everyone else that we've got left coming up, mm. and treat them in exactly the same way. So. All I care about at the moment, I don't care about all the games in hand, blah, blah, blah. I just care about getting the three points on Sunday against Watford. Mm. That's it, That's mm. it for me at the moment. And then we'll move on to the Leicester game. Because it's yeah. just it's just so critical. One game at a time, always, isn't yeah. it? One game at a time. Yeah, I, I don't... Yeah. I, I'm really, really trying not to get into this when working out how each game is going to go. And well, I just literally am at the moment. I'm blocking myself off and I just want the three points at Watford. And then I'll, I'm, then I'll look at the next game. <laughs> Uh, and, and I'm sure Mikel Arteta and uh, all the players are doing exactly the same. I'm sure they yeah, are. Yeah. Well, they can oh. taste it now, can't they? They can taste the success. That they're starting to see, you know, the, the shoots of recovery as we as every game goes by and we get better and better. So, I mean, you know, the players, but they've all bought into his management style, haven't they? Now, all the players in the team and the squad, um, and that's only going to put us in good stead going forward. You know, not for this, just this season, but for next season as well. Yeah. Uh, the Arsenal Misfit saying, I think you're right, Andrew. They're, they're, I was referring to Chelsea. Their future's up in the air right now and we'll start to weigh heavily on them. Yes. Yeah, especially the longer this drags on. And mm. assuming that... And, and the thing is, even though he's put up for sale, that could, that could still be stopped as well by the government. They start seizing these assets and now they've, gone off, now they've got Usmanov sorted. Reason next one and nine. Well, yeah, and it also impact on yeah, their, their transfers for next season. They won't have any money to buy players at all. No. 
If you speak to a Chelsea fan, though, and that side of things, on the terms of transfers, well, we're, we're, uh, we're basically a well-run club now. We don't need his money. That's why you're using <laughs> yeah, that. Right. Have you looked at their bank balance? Did he not realise they're £1.5 billion in debt to the man? Right. Oh, dear. I think that's all going to just go away if he disappears. Hey, do you know what? Since, um, since, the, uh, since he took over, sorry, 19 years ago, whatever mm. they have made over that period of time they've lost lost 900 900 million pounds mm. they've been they've been a loss making they're not they're not so self sustainable they've mm. lost 900 million pounds since he's been there mm. yeah so without his money plugging you know all the holes in the bottom of the ship like chewing gum they'd be absolutely buggered really what buggered so well, literally, what was it when he came? The story was, if you remember, that season they that's that summer he came in. They just got he got Champions League, and they, if they hadn't done that, and they'd failed on the last day against Liverpool and got finished fifth, they would have gone into admin but administration because they were financially buggered basically. Mm -hmm. mm. That was back then. To say in 19 years down the line, with a billion, with a, with a fucking uh, sugar daddy at the helm, Russian sugar daddy, sugar daddy, yeah, sugar daddy, sorry. But they're even worse off if he walks away and fucks him over this. Over, over. This is the thing. He, he'll he pick who he wants to pick to take over, sell on you. Then the FA have to go through the, obviously the, 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 uh, the rules and regulations and make sure they're fitting proper pur <coughs> their purpose and all that mm. crap. This own, whoever, this, whoever this person comes in or consortium, because there's a heavy, the main person, as you said last night, Andrew. Is um basically an eighty-six-year-old looking to form a consortium of six, seven people. Mm. They might not be football-minded. They might not have a clue what they're doing. They could have a they could have a Hitchinger, uh, Glaziers. So that's well, just a monkey sort of situation on their hands. Yeah, but you said he can choose who he decells to. He, he might he might not have a choice. He will obviously agree to, if the, as long as the price is right, he'll agree to whoever is the first so person to come up with that money. If things move forward and the government freezes assets, you can't sell the club anyway. Yeah, if they do that, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why that's he's saying. You can't sell the club because all of his oh. assets are frozen. Nobody can buy it. So it just becomes, well, you know, what can you do with it other than just carry on and just rely on... What gate receipts, merchandise sales? Can't do marquee signs. Yeah. Make no money. Yeah. You know, there's no other money coming in. From <clears throat> an owner wants mm. to stick 1.4 billion into the club. You know, so and who wants to buy a football club with which is 1.4 billion in debt? Well, he's, he's he's writing off the debt, isn't he? He's well, not he says that, but. But he's not he's taking. Not he's not, he's not asking for it. It's, it'll probably still be. In, they'll still be in debt. He just. So he's not asking for it. He doesn't want it up front, but I mean, he'll want it yeah. back, won't he? Nobody wants to let one point four go, do they? It'll be like a down the line sort of thing, like yeah. he's supposedly season, you give me X amount back. He's supposedly writing the debt off, and any profit is going to into a charity, isn't it? So yeah. that's what is being said. <clears throat> but um, even so, they need someone that, that will plug the extra money, like he has been doing, if not for the players to buy players and so on and so forth. But to stop the, the club hemorrhaging money because they are losing money all the time. 
like I said, nearly a billion quid, give or take, over that 19-year period, they're, they're just losing that money. They've got mm. far too high a wage bill, and um, they're either going to have to massively trim that squad and start again, sell all their prize that sets, or um, they just they, they will need someone to plug the money. I mean, it was only... Uh, I think what is it? this is all all the information I've got is from the BBC um, podcast. So you know it's verified information. So I think I can't remember how many years ago. I think it was like two or three years ago. He gave the club another two hundred and fifty million pound um, to help cover cost of wages mm. and to buy mm. you know in the transfer market as well. So it's. They will need someone who is going to be willing to take that on, even if it's not, even if he writes that debt off. They will still have to keep plugging the money into, you know, out their own pocket and writing checks to mm. uh, cover the shortfalls. Mm. Well, rather them than us, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it makes it, in times like this, it does make you thank your lucky stars a little bit that we're not in that sort of situation and. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, our owners aren't quite as bad as we, you know, as a lot of the other ones out there. Mm. So I'm not saying they're perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but we could be in a lot worse. But we, if, if, if as a fan base, if we'd got on our way a few years ago, we would be in a situation just you and currently with Ismanov. Ismanov, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we uh, so dodged a bullet there, didn't like we? Sort of kind of lucky stars, as you say. Mm. But yeah, going back to obviously game on Sunday, how do you think that's going to play out? Obviously, it's got, they've got something to fight for themselves. They want to stay in the league. Roy Hodgson, we, we were saying last night, he is a way of playing, like setting teams up. They're going to be basically set up to park the bus, get out of a point, try and get us on the counter attack if they can. And that's and they're the home team. Yeah. But mm. as, we, as, as you put it out, going back to the United game, it wasn't down to their rocky defending and bravery and all that that they got out of that got out of that point. It was actually piss poor finishing by Ronaldo, Sancho, mm. and uh, Aranga and all that. That actually yeah. there's a reason why they didn't get the, the reason why May not didn't get the three points. Yeah, exactly. So all we've got to do is get the ball to Smith, Ryan Martinez, or whoever's who wants to whoever's playing. Get a goal and then just keep going, basically, just get out and just literally mm. get out of there with a win. Because going forward, apart from Emmanuel Dennis, they ain't got a touch wood, like we asked here. They haven't really got anything to threaten us. So they have no, no, there's no attacking threat, if that makes sense. Oh, I think we'll we'll dominate the game. We'll have the possession, won't we? Hmm. You know, we'll create more chances. And it's just a question of us taking a few of them. You know, hmm. I don't really think we we're we concerned about them coming at us that's not going to happen i think yeah i think a 2 nil win for us would be a good place to start yeah i'll be happy with that be happy with that. i mean it is purely going to be down to us to break them down as you said yeah. they're going to, they going to be us. they won't come at us will they no no there'd at least be two banks of four if not a bank of four and a bank of five and we will have to mm. uh find a way through, right, Gary? And um, it's, it's going to be just a game of being patient, I think, mm. until we can find a breakthrough. Because I don't think it would be that, that easy, because they are fighting for their lives at the end of the day. He's had about, what's it, about a month he's been in charge now, Roy Hodgson? Yeah, yeah so about a month, yeah. 
it, it takes around at least that sort of time to finally, you know, try and get your ideas across on the training pitch. So, and we know how his teams like to play. So, mm. um, but they're probably starting to get that, you know, message now properly on the training pitch. They're bound to be a bit tighter than they were early on in the season. Um, so, yeah, yeah I'd be absolutely delighted with a 2 0 win, to be perfectly honest. Hopefully, I mean, ideally, we get an early goal. Ideally, we get an early yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah, then exactly. Just settles everything um, down, doesn't it? Yeah. It's whether, you know, Tommy's going to be fit, but I'd be quite. I'd be inclined just to leave it as it is at the moment with regards mm. to having Cedric because he's better at, at the attacking side of the game than Tommy is. Mm. Whereas Tommy's a much better defender, but we need, we'll need that the sort of attacking qualities that Cedric can provide maybe on um, on mm. Sunday. So I'll yeah. be uh, I'll be quite happy to give Tommy another week off to be honest and let him recover properly. Then the only other decision is whether to play Martinelli. Or, or Smith Rowe, or even Pepe. Um, mm. that, that's the main decision that Arteta's got to make this this weekend. Seems Ooh. to be the same decision every week, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is exactly. in one sense. Well, the thing is, Pepe's come on and he's, he looked lively and he scored, so that goes in his favour, doesn't it? Mm. He was brilliant. Uh, honestly, he was out, I he's outstanding on, uh, yeah. on, in that game. So maybe that's the time mm. to give Lacazette a rest and play... Pepe somewhere along the top three, you know. Or Saka, maybe even give Saka a rest. Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, whichever they do, one of them will be on the bench and they can always come on. It's not as if they're not going to play, is it? So I think yeah. um, no harm in mixing it up. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, we have to talk because we haven't spoken, obviously, you know, Steve. I mean, it's Lacazette. I mean, we've already, I've already eaten my humble pie about. You know, Lacazette, because he's, his performance was outstanding against Wolves. You've got yeah, to give him absolutely. that. I mean, yeah. Really, really good. I mean, I was, I was, it was almost like Wolves were playing with 15 men in defence, wasn't it? I mean, they were they were blocking everything, weren't they? I mean, somehow they got a foot, an arse or a chest or a head to everything, didn't they? Yeah. No, but he kept going. I mean, to score in the, what, the 93rd, 94th minute, you know, I mean, you know, it's his goal. I mean, yeah, definitely. It wasn't going in, it was palmed in, but he got himself into that position to have a shot on goal, didn't he? He made the effort and, you know, in my book, that's his goal, but, you know, technically it's not. But. Yeah, if the goalkeeper hadn't got an hand onto it, it, it would have been scored by Saka anyway. Yeah, So, but we kept going, didn't we? We kept going and he found a way to, to get us the goal we needed. So, fair play. Yeah, and like I said, Pepe's performance and goal was outstanding. Mm. And you've got to give your hat... Hat, take your hat off to uh, Nketiah as well. I think he had yeah, a yeah. real mm. good role yeah. to play in that. And and Arteta for making that yeah. substitutions, for taking off Cedric and, and chucking uh, Nketiah up to, to partner Lacazette up front. That was a really good move. I was shocked. Yeah. You know, I couldn't believe it, really. It's not, it's not something that he's known as, yeah. to do, is it? You, you, it's nearly always a like-for-like -like substitution that he makes. Um, but the fact that he did that... <laughs> That was that was quality, yeah. Yeah, and clean. you know, if you bear in mind that Lacazette and Nketiah might be moving on, still to be playing like that at that level to get us a yeah. goal—that's that says a lot to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that if Eddie's called upon again, he'll do the same because you have to say that that was out of the ordinary for Eddie because he hasn't been doing that the last mm. few times he's come on. He's not been that mm. effective at all. 
So um, yeah, respect to him for doing that that in that game. Just hope he does it again if if he's called upon again because mm. um, we'd, we'd need it, wouldn't we? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepe, yeah, his goal was just that was just brilliant, oh, really, really well taken, and obviously he assisted the Lacazette goal as well. Mm. Yeah. So you've got to find a way of getting him in the side. I mean, we had this conversation when Martinelli wasn't in the side, didn't we? We were saying, how's he ever going to get in the side, you know? And yeah. things happened, and he got in the side, and he's not looked back, has he? Hmm. You know, and Pepe's the same. If you can get in the side, I mean, he's, he's got a goal threat about him, no, no doubt. It's just a question who you leave out to get him in, isn't it? I think that's yeah. what it comes down hmm. to, really. I, I just like his cameos to be a, a little bit longer. If he's going to stay stay coming off the bench. I'd like him to be getting, you know, to make the sub at half, uh, uh, for half an hour to go, like 60 minute mark. Mm. So he's actually got a half hour to change the no. game rather than 15, 15 minutes or so at the end of 20 minutes. It's, it's not quite enough, is it? If he deserves no, but, a bit more. I mean, if, you, if you go, you probably remember, if you go back far enough, David Fairclough, super mm. sub. Mm. Yeah. You know, he just used to he scored every time he came on, and, and he never played a full game, did he? From, from my memory, I may be wrong, but all he did was come off the bench and score. Yeah, that was his role, and mm. you know, you know, Pepe could be the same, couldn't he? Just bring him off the bench, mix things up, gets us a goal. Thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even though Saka wasn't, he's probably his sparkling best against Wolves. He's he's mm. sort of just less than sparkling best is still better than most other players in the Premier mm. League. Yeah. <laughs> still got to play him, I think. Um, so I'd be quite happy to, for Pepe just to be, you know, a super sub at the moment. But like I said, I'd just like, like him to have a little bit longer, so 25, 30 minutes instead, um, if needs be. But mm. on the left-hand side, I, I just think it's time for Smith Rowe to carry on starting again, personally. I, his form is just too good and... Martinelli's form has dropped off just a little bit, and he's not off, not looking like scoring as as much as Smith Rowe is looking like scoring at the moment, is he? So, no, that's my, that's my opinion. I, I just think that Smith Rowe fully deserves um, to play at the moment, um, and it won't do Martinelli any harm uh, mm. by just sitting down just for, a, even if it's just for a week or two, just to, you know. They need that competition. I think he just needs like um, to be jump started again. You know, yeah. I think he needs that bit of spark. So he needs a goal as well, doesn't he, Martinelli? He needs a goal. Yeah, but mm. exactly. Yeah, obviously Smith Rowe scored in his last appearance as well. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think he's just worked his way back into the first first eleven personally. Mm. I'd so like the question see. is, will he go with the same eleven as he started last week, or will he make the changes? That's well, uh, ESL wasn't available, was he? So no. yeah, he was sick apparently. Yeah, I'd um, I'd just make that change personally. I'll keep Cedric for this game because, like I said, he's he's very good in the final third. Puts a great ball in the box. Um, and keep Tommy Yasu back for less of the following week. Yeah, I'll, that's that's yeah. what I'd do. Mm. Um, just in case we're not going to face too much in of their attacking let's face it at the weekend whereas whereas against Leicester that's much more likely so I'll Mm. definitely bring Tommy Asu back for that maybe you know give Tommy if he's fit enough give him a 20-30 minute run out but the the signs are that he's he's not going to be ready for another 
two or three weeks, does he? Um, with that injury, which is a real shame. Let's just hope that that's not the case and he's back for the Leicester game. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Going to, uh, we've got asked a question before from Mike, uh, someone called Michael in the chat. He says, uh, hi guys, please check Andre Silva's stats from the last two seasons in the Bundesliga. Would he be a good transfer target for us next summer? He's intelligent. He's an intelligent striker and he's good in the air. Well, funnily enough, I was watching a, a Harry Simeon Chronicles of Aguna show. I don't know if you, if you, whether it was you, Michael, that put that question into his chat box. And because um, I, I don't know, I, I've never heard um, uh, not much. I've heard of him. That's not right. But I didn't know much anything about him. But Harry went on to a couple of websites or and found all his stats and everything from uh, from there. And I have to say, you know, his stats were about average, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. I think outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but I generally like to go by the eye test, and I I can't mm-hmm. really comment without watching him for myself. So perhaps I'll have a do. I'll do that because mm-hmm. it's a it's really a new player on me. I don't know much about the guy. Mm. I mean, personally, That's, I think they already know who they want. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's one of them. I don't know. Maybe he is, yeah. I mean, but, uh, it's all a player that comes from nowhere, doesn't it? You, nobody's mm. ever heard of him. And then all of a sudden, he's a, you know, he's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's on YouTube. He's seen, done this and done that. And, but, yeah, that's an interesting time ahead to transfer window, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's probably, you know, one of the most exciting <laughs> Upcoming, really. Yeah, yeah very, 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 very we're now, we're now approaching the end game, aren't we? We're now getting the one or two last plays we need to finish the jigsaw puzzle, really. Mm, literally that close now. Touching we are that close, right. you know, and if we can get that right, then we're now pushing for trophies again, aren't we? Yeah. Rather than looking to get into the top four and top six. Mm. You know, looking to win stuff again. Well, and getting that Champions League place is is critical as well, isn't it? Because that then has another, you know, current to the players, doesn't it? We had this conversation in the watch along yesterday, didn't we? Right about the uh, what was it? The watch along was it the last show we did? I can't remember. Actually, no, it was on my show on Tuesday about the and and basically if we sell Xhaka, which most people are saying we should sell Xhaka and and obviously upgrade in the in the summer, Steve. Right? Mm. If we sell him. Then we are left, this is from, you know, Kunjan said this on my show, with one senior um, midfielder after that, mm. and Thomas Partey. Mm. That's all we've got. Sambi's there, but, you know, he can't be classed as a senior midfielder yet, just yet, he's, although he's a great talent. And we've got the couple of youngsters in... Um, Charlie Patino, Miguel Aziz, um, but they've only got one senior appearance between them. So if we, yeah, well, then he's going. So if we do sell Xhaka, we've, we've only got Thomas Partey as a senior midfielder, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then well, I'll ask you one other question, Steve, which I said on Tuesday. Have you ever seen a club before that have got rid of all of its three main strikers at the same time? It literally, no. all, all our three main strikers obviously were Abamyang, Lacazette, and Nketia. Mm. and they're all going to have gone in the summer by the summer. All of mm. all of them. So mm. we've got so much work to do in the summer. It's unbelievable, and it's quite worrying. 
to be perfectly honest. Well, that's what I'm saying. Two or three players, because I mean, you're talking about another centre, a quality, not an up and coming. You're talking about a quality central mm. midfield player and a striker and a support striker as well. I think, um, assuming Lakonga. Um, but that would still only give us three with party Lakonga and a another. Mm. And really, you want another one on top of that, don't you? That can come in. Yeah. So really. it's a lot. And you've got to, if we're going to be in the Champions League or, well, or even the Europa League, we will need to, to pad out the squad a lot more as well with some more mm. um, yeah. players. So it, it makes the work that we've got to do in the summer. You know, I don't know. It just seems, it seems a lot. It seems a hell of a lot to do. Yeah, but I think I'm that's a bit concerned. part of the game plan of not signing people in January just as like a knee-jerk reaction was to <clears throat> have a plan for the summer. So mm. it wouldn't surprise me if we suddenly see another five or six players coming, you know, and, you know, coupled with the players that are going to be leaving. Um, one or two of the, the junior players stepping up, potentially, especially if we've got European football, um, that means more games, obviously. So... Um, you need a bigger squad for that, don't you? So I think, um, yeah, I think there's going to be a, a busy couple of months. You know, players, maybe we'll keep one of the strikers that we've got left of it on Lacatea. Maybe one of them will sign an extra one-year deal. Well, I, I, I'd mm. love to see Lacazette do that. We spoke again about that on Tuesday, didn't we? Mm. But, mm. but I just don't think that he would even go for it or himself because at his age, he, he wants that three or four year. Uh, stability. Yeah, well, I, I, I would definitely do that. I would keep him on. I would, I would give him a one plus one at the moment because it it will buy us that extra twelve months, you know, till the following summer to get the second striker. Where and he'll be an ideal striker on the bench for one season. Mm. Mm. Um, but I don't think that he would accept it personally. But it would be an ideal option. Um, but one of the striker thing uh, slots. Should be filled with Balogun. I think he should take the Inketia role. Yeah. So that that still leaves us with the two if we can't sort something out with Lacazette. Mm. Yeah. So there's a bit of juggling to go on, but I suppose you know we're looking at two or three senior important players to give us that push, and then another two or three supports based on you know the players they're going to leave. Um. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see five or six players coming in overall. I mean, we've already signed a goalkeeper, haven't we? So, mm-hmm. that would assume that Leno is going to be going as well. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, I think he'll be going, no doubt. No doubt at all. Yeah. But I think two of the signings are clearly going to be Haaland and Bellingham. So, that, that's that thought. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was, I was, somebody was sort of saying Lewandowski as well. So, yeah, he's yeah, he doesn't fit the age profile of our current buying. No, he's about forty-seven bit. now, isn't he? And I think he'll be looking for another four-year deal. So, <laughs> I think Ronaldo's looking for another club, isn't he? As well, because you know, so. yeah. <laughs> don't want him either. No. <laughs> no, but it could be a Calvert Lewin, couldn't it? Or um, I quite like us to go after that Spence lad from um, Forest. He'd be ideal. Yeah, yeah. he would be, be ideal, ideal, wouldn't he? Yeah, uh, really would. You know, but um, that's what, you know, we don't, I mean, Cedric isn't going anywhere, is he, anytime soon, I would imagine. So, um, 
Um, we seem to be covered in that position at the moment, especially with Ben White can play out there as well. So. Well, the, the good thing is that obviously he's getting a good run of games at the moment, and that yeah. should probably continue with if um, uh, Tommy's unfortunately going to be still going to be out for another two or three weeks. Then he's he's really putting himself in the shop window, Cedric, and mm. you can't knock his performances in the slightest. So maybe uh, there will be a chance of selling him in the summer. So another thing is, um, if we do get Champions League, does that mean Arteta gets a new contract? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, he should get a statue out. Just get a statue out the front of the stadium and all if he gets this <laughs> this young squad in the Champions League. I think it's an amazing achievement. To be perfectly honest, you can't. I mean, it really will be up there with achievements. With yeah. what happened, what has happened in his young managerial career so far. When you list it all down, it's just bonkers. What he's had to deal with, and he's won an FA Cup, <laughs> and then he's pre- basically like stripped the, the assets, stripped the whole entire squad, built it with the youngest squad in the Premier League, totally inexperienced, a lot of talent from the from the under twenty three academy, and if he if he gets top four, especially after that start where everyone wanted his head, mm. then. I swear that that is right up there with managerial achievements, and he should get manager mm-hmm. of the year. Like from the Premier, I'm not even joking. He should get manager of the year if he would, if he does that, unless by the Jurgen Klopp goes and bloody gets quadruple. But um, <laughs> it would be an outstanding achievement. It really would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got no problems with it at all. I think you know, as you say, he's built. He's he's pretty much built a team from the ground up. He's learned on the job, isn't he? He's, you know, he's learned from his mistakes when he's made them. Um, and here we are. Yeah. So, why not? Who else would you want to get? Well, probably nobody at this stage. So um, let's 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 crack on. Let's keep building. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the players obviously love him. The players play for him. Now you can see that every time mm. they turn out, they want to play for him. They're starting to understand the way he wants to play. So, um, yeah. Rock on, yeah, and getting sort of with the players as well, getting that animosity the like for those the last few years, the years, also Kanaskanatsis, Mustafis, Abamyang as well, getting them distractions, the ones that are causing stirring the pot, so to speak, the little clicks, getting them out of the club, even even it meant by pain underneath, has done Arteta one, it has done Arteta one because as I was saying before. Even the squad players, we've got, we've got players on the bench, on the sorry, on the bench, because I'm banging the door. Um, they're not complaining, not, they're not kicking off, oh, I need to start, I need to be doing this, or oh, I'm, I'm out of here. They're mm. happy and they're content, they know their role at the moment, and they're happy to fight for their spot at the same time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you don't see, I mean, the one good thing about Pepe as well is that he survived all this cull, hasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a weird sort of way, he's he's not been frozen out, and, and he's accepting. He's almost he's not complaining. It's the fact that he rang up after three o'clock in the morning after his wife had given birth, and he said he still wants to play that evening. That's what, I mean. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he really has see, seemingly sort of got together this fantastic sort of group of people that are all fighting in the right, you know, pulling in the right direction, and fighting for the manager and the badge. Hmm. And they seem to be really bought into the whole pro- project, you know, that horrible yeah. word again. But they yeah. seem to have 
completely bought into it. And uh, yeah, and Pepe seems to be on for the ride, which is great because mm. I, I really hope we do get keep hold of the guy in the summer. Because if we we have got four competitions to go for next season, then we're, we're definitely going to need him. And it would be great to to have a player of visibility, when we, when, especially when we're playing in Europe as well. Mm. So um, he's that's the other thing that we have, we touched on um, earlier in the week is the the contract situation with a lot of the players. He's going to be uh, down to two years in the summer, Pepe. Uh, and there's going to be a whole host of others as well, including Saka. Mm. So mm. those retaining and re-signing a lot of this, these incredible young players that we've got, um, it's just going to be just, just as important in lots of ways as, as the signings that we're going to be bringing in. You know, mm. cause, uh, you know, we can all run down the street naked, you know, waving streamers if Saka signs a new six-year deal, can't we? And, mm. and so on. So... Mm. That's really important, that sort of side side of things as well. But so they've got a hell of a lot of things to do this summer mm. at the club, uh, as well as painting and decorating the stadium as well, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's got to look good for the Champions League, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Inside and out, yeah. Well, I, mean, I think the players coming in though, they they've got to be players that are going to buy into the the, the project, aren't they? Which you know. It's going to be players that are hungry for to play for the club rather than somebody who's going to come in on a big contract for big yeah. money. It's going to be a player that we, we don't necessarily think might be right or might, you know, but they've got the right attitude. They've got the right, you know, they'll blend in with the rest of the players and buy into the the, the, um, the clubs, you know, and um, and take us forward. You know, it'd be great to buy a Haaland or, you know, one of these, mm-hmm. you know, really mega players. But would they fit into the... Well, Haaland, I think, would. I think he would he would buy into the project. Yeah. But some of the other players you think of, I mean, you know, some other players we've been linked with, they're, they're totally wrong for what we want. Yeah. I think that's why they didn't buy anyone in the sum- in uh, January. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Because they, could, they couldn't get the players that had that mentality that we're looking for. Yeah, so they're not going to buy anybody off the beat list, are they? They're not going to buy well, no. we get the one we wanted, so we'll buy this one instead. They're not going to do that. Plus, no. Harlan's uh, 68 million thing doesn't come into force in the, until the summer, so obviously we didn't buy him then. <laughs> That's why. Otherwise, we would have gone ahead and got him in, in January, of course. Yeah. But no, I mean, I need to stop doing this to myself because I'm giving myself heart palpitations. <laughs> I'm giving myself heart palpitations thinking about Harland in an Arsenal shirt. I genuinely am. If you see him turn up at the training ground, bloody oh, hell. Mate, I, honestly, I don't know if I'll survive. I think I'll just drop on the floor. And... <laughs> Dude, I'm on <laughs> deadline day as well. Be, I don't yeah. think my heart could take it. I genuinely think I'll end up in hospital. You'd have to yeah. make it. You'd actually want to see him want to play. Not just see, well, he's turned up. That's it. And in the pits, you know. Actually, want to see him play. Do you know what? I think I'm going to have to just switch off the internet over the summer, to be honest. I don't think I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be the same the most exciting yeah. signing of all time yeah. it really would every player's going to be linked yeah. to Arsenal wouldn't they so that's yeah. that's standard isn't it and then he pulls out his big suitcase on the video and then Bellingham gets out of it as well <laughs> yeah. he smuggled him out of Dortmund with him yeah, somebody's got somebody's got a picture of him having an Arsenal badge tattooed on his left ankle <laughs> 
Uh, Mark uh, in the chat says, uh, for me, European football is progress, but if you've got top four of this young team, it'll be a good and more achievement. And then we've said that, that not just this thing, the last few weeks, we've been saying how huge that would be in achievement wise for this yeah, young really team. It's, you can see the heart, we exist. Six of our new signs, five of them are starters from mm. last summer, and they've and we are where we are. They've clicked and they've gelled, and there's a there's a relationship between the players all the year that they've built up like that, and it's just it's just working for us. And we're mm. on this wave of results, even even though performance, I guess, even though performance haven't performances haven't been weak. Like, Get, get, our, get our bums off our seats every week, every every week. But I'm not going to get that for the young team. We're going to have inconsistencies, like for a second, a second mm, because they're still in their trade. Mm. But again, we are where we are, and it's incredible we're, that we are in this situation. And we just got to vote with both hands. He's obviously our and the team, and force it through and get us, get just get us there, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, looks like someone's. Uh... In the in the crowd is well, another one's gone as taken it again. Why does this keep happening now? I don't know. I was going to say it, it's, that seems to be happening loads of times now. What's going on? Maybe they just ignored them before. Excuse me, excuse me. No, <laughs> yeah, can you just can you keep it down down there, please, mate? I'm, I'm trying to watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it's nearly half time, and Boreham Wood is still holding them, which is amazing, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair enough. Again, no matter what, like fair play to them. They've got they've got this far. Not conceded a goal, and and they've deserved. They beat Wimbledon at home, and who was it? They knocked they knocked out like Bournemouth. They went to Bournemouth away. The high yeah, time in the championship and knock them out and cut the clean did shirt, you, So did, did you hear that the pre-match interview with um, Fat Frank as well? Just, hmm. the, Interviewer said, uh, "Well, they they beat uh, high flying top of the championship Bournemouth. So, do you think they can beat uh, bottom of the table uh, Premier League side?" He goes, "Oh, thanks for reminding me." He said, <laughs> <laughs> no pressure at all. Fantastic question. <laughs> yeah, Gary's saying in the chat as well. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Arsenal and Harden might as well mm. go for Arsenal winning the league too. I put money immediately on us winning the league if we get Haaland. <laughs> Definitely. Oh dear. I'm not giving up hope. I don't. I refuse to admit that he wouldn't choose Arsenal if we if we if we went and made an offer for him. Yeah, I mean, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't he? We're one of the most exciting teams in Europe right now. Young we'll team. Go to Madrid. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. Let's make that boring decision. Yeah, play, play it mm. safe. Yeah, <laughs> have a challenge in your life. Have a challenge and we'll back them. yourself. Back yourself to take the club back to where it belongs. Stephen made a comment. Stephen made a comment here in the chat. He's or the one, one of the Stevens anyway. Um, sorry, he's making he's making the comment in the chat. I think the club are going down that route of they want players that are young and hungry. They want to play for the club and not mm. just be because of your well, that's, that's what I'm saying. But with Stevens, I totally and hundred percent agree, Steve. Mm. And what I'm saying is as well in the same, you know, in the same sort of way, I would love him to say, I can be your, I can be the player to come to you to win the champions league and to win the premier league. Mm. That's why I would love him to choose Arsenal over a boring, boring decision. Like, 
like I said on Tuesday, going to usual suspects. Um, yeah. You know, Barcelona, I know they're not the same anymore, but Real Madrid, PSG, the same Bar- options, yeah. Bayern same Munich teams. or Juventus or something. Come to a come to a, a great club like ours, we, and we're not a small club by any stretch. We're still one of the biggest clubs in the world, but we've we've been down on our luck. So why don't you say I'm going to go and join that really young, exciting team, and I can be the difference to go and win them the Champions League and win them the Premier League. That's why that's why I'm holding out the hope. They still play, and if out of all the massive name players now, I think he is the most likely to have that kind of mentality. Mm. Uh, especially yeah. when you look at his dad and how he played football yeah. and how he played and yeah. stuff. And Odegaard's his best mate. Pretty, pretty about to say Odegaard as well. Yeah. So I, I, I know it's pie in the sky, but I can, I'm, I'm, I'm born to dream as far as Arsenal are concerned and I want hope. So I'm hoping that, he, you know, a, that we'd even throw our hat into the ring, because why not? Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. And B, that, um, you know, he he has got that right sort of mentality if we did make a, an approach to pay that 68 million or whatever it is. But yeah, I know it's more, I know it's very unlikely, but I can hope, can't I? That's what football's about. Mm. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, exactly. And also, Mark comes back and says as well, P.S., no, no Europa League conference, Europa League conference, whatever the fuck you call it. Oh, for God, me, no. please, that is tailor-made for us to laugh at Spurs when, when they actually get into Europe. That is, yeah. When they don't bottle yeah. it after the first few games of that competition. Mm. Uh, Gary's saying, sixth, uh, sixth equals manager out, fifth to sixth, no, sorry, new, yeah, new manager, fifth to sixth, no, ex, no new extension, fourth or better, contract extension. It totally, it totally depends on the on the fifth side of things. Um, what happens, you know? If we, if, you know, if we if we lost Gabriel Saka, Smith Rowe, or Partey, you know, to injury, for example, and then you know they play their play their absolute socks off, but we're missing big players, and but we just don't quite get there. We miss it by a point or two. Then you, you know, you have to take things as it comes. But I think from here, I've, you know, like, like we said earlier in the show, I've be really just if we do manage to keep our players fit and we still don't make it, then uh, yeah, it'd be hugely disappointing from this situation that we're in. Because if, if we'd have been sitting in eighth place now with a couple of games in hand, you'd be you'd be pushing for sixth place, wouldn't you? Yeah, and you'd be saying if Arteta can get us top six from this position. You know, he stays, but if he doesn't get us into the top six, he goes. But now we're in the top six with potentially by next weekend being top four. You know, you've, you've moved the goalpost now, haven't you? So now you're mm. saying, well, if he gets in the top four, he gets an extension. But if he doesn't get in the top four, then he stays as he is. Well, I think he'll get an extension either way now from where he is yeah. now, unless we completely blow up. You know, I think he'll get an extension now, whatever happens. I think if we finish sixth or, or below, God forbid, below, which are you know hugely doubtful now, but then no, I'd definitely 100% wouldn't extend his contract. Mm. But it, that would have been like, what, two and a half seasons that he's been with the club and would have made, apart from like the, the big culture change and the squad change and he's done all that hard work, 
at the end of the day, he still hasn't, wouldn't have improved the performance on the pitch um, mm. at all. In fact, it had been gradually worse because under Bruno Emery, as bad as it was, we finished fifth. Mm. And I know he took up, we're not really counting that uh, um, the first half season because he got us up to sort of that eighth position. But um, yeah, he needs to be making strides now. I mean, there's no, you can't keep using an excuse about changing things up and behind the scenes and everything. At the end of the day, we're a football club and it matters on what we do on the pitch. Mm. So he's got to keep, he's got to improve the league positions and the style of play and everything by, by now. So I, I don't think it's acceptable if he finishes definitely below fifth. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, I say it's in our hands, isn't it? It's in his hands and it's in, you know, in our players' hands. So if he screws it up, then yeah, you know, but I'm yeah. just hoping it won't, it won't happen like that. Yeah. Oh, know, especially with the other teams dropping points as well. <laughs> that would be criminal, wouldn't it? If other teams are dropping points and we still can't get top four, top five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, if we've got Bellingham and Haaland, I'd, Honestly, we could we could challenge for the title. Would be that good? Is Bellingham on the move? Do you think? Could be. I, what comes in for him? Because obviously, I can't, I can't see them selling Haaland and Bellingham in the same summer. They, I mean, can you imagine the fans' revolt? Depends mm. what I mean, they've locked, they've let go of other players of that same ilk and the same like the. Uh, Lewandowski, Gutsa, Hummels, all in the same time frame, so it wouldn't surprise me. I'd be absolutely unbelievable. Okay, I mean, you, if we had, say, £150 million to spend in the summer, 160 whatever it is, and we put it all on those two players, no one would, <laughs> no one would be upset about that, you know, and we'd just make do. We'd just bring up a few extra players from the under-23s to put, pad the squad out in that case. If you could spend all that money on just two players and you got those two, everyone would be in balls deep for that. Mm. I'm sure you would. <laughs> Once you recover from your heart attack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, it'd be, that would be a complete game changer, wouldn't it? I mean, it'd be outstanding. Well, that sends, okay, that sends, out, that sends out a massive message as well. Not just because of the players that have come. But the, the fact that they just they chose our first if we do get top four, our first season back in Champions League, but two young players, up and coming players, respected for their countries and globally, would have chosen us out of all the options. They, they get, they get, let's not get twisted. Twisted. They'd have they have all the options in the world to go to anywhere. Both both of them. Mm. They, they do, chose do. us. That's a massive game changer in so many centres. As you say, it's in, it sends out a huge message to not just not just the league but Europe as well that we're getting that reputation back. We've got we've, we're building something that players are built are, even even players that we're linked with are actually buying into. They're not just coming mm. in for the sake of it, just for the big payday. Mm. I think these top players have got the choice, but I think that choice is getting smaller though, isn't it? The, the actual list of big clubs that can that can or want to. I mean. You know, Chelsea, they'll be selling more than buying, won't they? You know, you really want to go to United with all that mess that's going on in there? A new manager coming in? Do City need to buy anybody at that level up front? You know? Um, Liverpool, Salah will sign a new contract. Do they want to buy another top, top man? So, I mean, the list isn't that long, is it? 
where these players can go. Every every big club will be after Haaland. There's an absolutely no yeah, yeah, question. Yeah, I mean, that, that's right. But I mean, it's not that big. As, you know, it's the same sort of five or six clubs, isn't it? And why can't we be one of them? Exactly. Mm. It's always the same boring clubs. That, Like I said, I mean, going to PSG, you're only going there for the money because, I mean, you're guaranteed to win trophies every single season but it's it's you're not it's not a sport i mean because mm. it's just you're gonna no win the league without a doubt aren't you there's no exactly there's no challenge whatsoever but if Mbappe stays if Mbappe stays they won't sign Haaland as well will they mm. no and if no. Real Madrid obviously they've made it abundantly clear that Mbappe is the one they want yeah. Um, and th- if that's the case, then they can't go after bo- both. But if they get Mbappe, then obviously who are PSG going to go for? In his well, exactly, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. going to go for Haaland, aren't they? And yeah. if he decides to go to Haaland, I'll, I'll lose all respect for him. If, sorry, if he decides to go to PSG, I'll be fine. Wait, that's Haaland? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'd lose all respect because there's just there's no challenge in that at all. None whatsoever. And you're purely going there. Because you know that every you're guaranteed two or three trophies every year and pot loads of cash, but there's no, like I said, there's no sporting value in going there. You're not challenging yourself at all. Mm. Well, that's the, that's the thing, and that's a, that's a, that's the mistake that PSG have made over the years. It's just because they've got the money, like the Man City, like Man City, yeah, but they've, they've done it completely different to what Man, the wrong way to what Man City, how Man City have done it. In terms of they just throw that PSG just throw the money at the big players and the majority of the big players can't go there. Like the, the Neymars, the ones that that's all just money hungry. Let's be honest, but because as you said, they're guaranteed domestically titles nine times nine times out of ten. But on a European stage, they, they, it never clicks really. I mean, yeah, they got to the final couple of years back. They're, they're, stuck, they're semi-finals. You like, is it semi-final last year? But it's it just doesn't as a team. It, mm. it just doesn't click for them. It doesn't, and as a team, the, the way the way PSG do things, if they want to conquer Europe. It isn't going to be going down this street. They've got to change their philosophy. And again, with Haaland itself, I think again, we mentioned his dad before. The way he's sort of been brought up by by his dad and his family and all that, it, it could bump me on that. Could me completely wrong from the summer, but he doesn't strike me as strike me as a player that just pick a t- go to a team. Because they offer more money, he he, he wants to go to a team that suits a his his playing style, and it's going to benefit him in terms of not financially, but in terms of competitiveness domestically and on a European stage. And with a young team like Arsenal, with his best mate there, Martin Odegaard, mm. we've got we, we've got a, we've got a pool there that can we can sort of use possibly if we were obviously just assuming we can get ourselves into. Champions League again, and there's an option. I mean, why not? As, it's, as, you, as you've been saying, from, like, Andrew, for the last few weeks, if we were to get t- Champions League spots, why not throw ourselves in the app for £68 million? Exactly. You get the money back like that. I mean, this market, that's cheap, isn't it, for that type yeah. of player? He's guaranteed, he knows what the goal is, he's guaranteed goals. Mm. And he's, what was he, 20, 22, 23? Maybe a bit, yeah, so a perfect take. age. So he's, he's got years as well ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and they, that, and they make that money back in, in, in just in shirt sales alone. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be paying uh, the 
much more than we paid per week to Ozil and um, Aubameyang. But you, there's no way that you wouldn't get that. I mean, it's not worth it. There's no way that it's not worth it. I mean, I'm not explaining myself very well there. But to get a player like him at his age with his ability and his global recognition, you're actually making Arsenal a top, top relevant club again just by signing someone like that. Mm. So, to actually pay a, a record wage for us, say, I, I don't think he's, he's not going to be in the same sort of list of demands as someone like Mbappe, who's like apparently going to be 750 million, uh, 750 <laughs> grand, sorry, a week if he goes to Real Madrid or if he stays at PSG. Mm. I think he'd probably be around a sort of maybe 400 grand a week, Mark. I don't know. I'm guessing. But it'd be worth every penny to get someone like him because, like I said, he he would be an ultimate game changer for us. Hmm. Things if he scores every, or, you know, if he scores regularly, the money doesn't come into it, is it? No, really. Nobody's old. Oh, you're paying him for it. Yeah, but he's he's bagged thirty goals for us this season. We won a league. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So. You want the best, you have to pay the best sometimes, don't you? We've got rid of we've got rid of how much a week? I mean we've I think we've reduced our wage bill what, what over a million pound a week, haven't we? One point mm. two million pound a week or something. And there's so, more to come, isn't there? There's more yeah, exactly. There's more to come. And I think we've been doing that for a reason. Mm. As well. Yeah, well yeah, that's another reason why we didn't sign anybody in January, because what's happening is you're holding out, you you've got a player in mind and you're waiting for the right opportunity, aren't you? And you yeah. don't get the opportunity in January without paying well over the top. So wait for the summer when everything's calmed down a bit and we know where we are, you know, we know if we qualify for Europe, which competition, you know, and that all goes, you know, as part of the plan, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. You know, and if Haaland's the man, then, you know, let's get him. Mm. Yeah. I'd be, uh, I just, I, I just want us to be in the conversation. That's all I'm asking at this yeah, stage. Yeah, exactly. I think, mm. I think with the current situation over the, uh, at the other side of London, I think we're more, in the, we're more in the conversation than what they will be in at this time in come the summer. Put it that way. Mm. But yeah, that, again, that'd be huge. I'll literally, I'll be, I'll die of shock. I think if we did that, but yeah. I'll be happy because again, that's massive. He's twenty, he's twenty-two, twenty-three. He's on jeopardy there. If it, yeah, it's a lot. Of, it, it's a bargain in one sense because he's sixty-eight million on a striker that's proven in Europe, and he knows where the goal is. He fits the system. It, it just makes sense. And I think Arsenal, just in terms of the our recruitment system, now, the, the, what we're doing with our recruitment, it, it is going. It does seem like the the idea of the word that'd be great. It does seem like the the whole setup now is to buy players or bring players in even on loan that makes sense that are the right fit to the system that we want to play not just at the first team level but the women's mm. level at the under 23 level at the mm. under 18s etc it's all for, play, for philosophy now it's just instead of as i say the last how many years now nearly 10 years before we before yeah, before last summer just buying players for the sake of it just because mm. they've got a reputation or just because mm. they, we can, they're the only ones that want to come in and use us as a stepping stone. I think those days have gone, haven't they? Those days yeah. of buying those sort of players, they've well gone. Yeah. yeah. We're going to buy players that have 
you know, let's be honest, they've got a resale value. Yeah. You know, we're not buying players that are coming to the end of their careers and we have to basically pay them to leave the club. Yeah, I, yeah. You could, if you're him, oh, this is all I'll say about it now, really, but if you're him, promise. What, what, what would you be? A, <laughs> what would, yeah, well, that's very true. What wouldn't, I'm, I meant for this show, what, okay. would, <laughs> what wouldn't attract you to Arsenal at the moment if you're him, though? For a start, with the, the about fo- the football reasons, mm-hmm. it'd be outstanding. But he he could he would literally be have a, a chance of going down as one of the all time greats of Arsenal, like Bergkamp, like Henri, become mm. an all time greatest goal scorer. Well, he's that good, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. He's so how how young is he? he could literally score far more goals than Thierry Henry did because of his age. I mean, Thierry mm. Henry was um, wasn't as young as him. When he joined us, was he? And uh, no. he left fairly early. So it's all there for him. But it's just, um, I just hope the club make that right, right decision to, and because it'd be the most worst thing would be if we if we go just let him go somewhere. Don't even try, you know, because you think, oh well, we've got no chance with him. He'll just yeah. go. He'll go there yeah. or there. So I just Let's don't go want in and get him early. Let's not wait till the end of the transfer window when it's oh, is he coming? Isn't he coming? Mm. You know, is it going to be a last day deal? Mm. You know, if we're going to go for him, let's get it, let it done, and then build it. Because uh, I genuinely think we are one of the most attractive teams to join the, around that. Europe at the moment for young players. Mm. They know they're going to play. I mean, he won't play anywhere. I know he's not the right example, but for any young player in Europe at the moment, surely Arsenal is one of the most exciting places to go and join. Really, at the yeah. moment, and you had on you had Champions League on top of that. Mm. I know, I know. Yeah, so. Anyway, uh, as well, but uh, before we back, stop that from things up in a minute, would you take Morales from Rangers as a second striker? Reminds me a lot of Tevez. What do you think? I don't think he's good enough. I've seen quite a bit mm. of him lately. He looks really overweight as well hot, to me. Bit of a hot head though, as well. But yeah, he does look a bit. He'd have to lose. Because of how intense the league is, he'd have to sort of. Yeah, I, I think he's a good striker up there, but I don't, I don't really, uh, I don't really think he's good enough personally. He's the guy we need on the telly now. The Charlton, yeah, yeah. You mentioned him a couple of weeks ago on your podcast, I believe. It was. It, it, oh yeah, it was, um, it was Kunjan that mentioned Kunjan him. Like, the more and more I think about it, the more I think he's a. It'd be a great choice as the second striker. What about somebody like Rapina? Athena, yeah, yeah, from Leeds. Yeah, okay, maybe a good one and all. Yeah, especially if they yeah. go down, it'll be cheaper than cheaper as well. We've got 20, yeah, twenty-five mil at least if he they were to go down as well. Mm. They'll need the money. Uh, yeah. Steve saying in the chat, Steve F. Got so many Steves now in the chat; they're all popping in now. <laughs> um, I know <laughs> we've even got Steve on the chat, actual on the actual podcast. There's, there's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> He says, uh, I know Andrew's been saying this for a while now, and I fully agree with him. We need someone like that. Thank you. But also, we need Champions League. He goes to say, we do need the Champions League to sort of cement that. We have said that. Yeah. Uh, Stephen uh, is saying, if you if you are if you are a young player, and I believe Arsenal is a perfect club for you to join. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know you're going to play every week. Yeah. Um, if you yeah. play, you know, if you've got, got the right attitude and right ability, but the right sort of ambition, then, yeah, I mean, you, you can't come to a better club at the moment. 
No, no. Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, Gracie's saying she's saying thanks. To, big up to us all. And basically saying she's off now. See you later. That's fine. Obviously, she's a new sub. Loves. Go and check out her channel as well. There's another Gooner. There's too mm. many Gooners around it, but <laughs> and this this platform. But yeah, go and check her out. She also appears on the Del uh, Delboy TV. There's uh, another Arsenal fan, Irish lad, on his channel as well. He was in here earlier. Go and check them out. We're everywhere. Patrick Sheik is another one Mark's thrown at us. Would you yeah. be interested in that as a second striker? I haven't seen him since the Euros, I'll be honest. I haven't I'll seen be honest, him. I haven't either, to be honest. So, I mean, all I remember him for is that incredible goal against Scotland um, from the halfway line. That sort of yeah. Thick, amazing curling volley. One of the best you'll ever see. Hmm. But uh, I know he's, um, he's producing some decent numbers over there. Um, do, you, uh, do you know what? I'm gonna, this weekend, actually, I'm going to see if I can watch German football. Watch him. Yeah, no, I mean, even if just a few YouTube highlights or whatever and uh, drum up on him because I know that Kunjan's talking about him a bit as well, isn't he? Mm. So, imagine uh, Isaac is still in the frame, isn't he? Potentially. Who's that? Sorry? Isaac. He's uh, yeah. Alexander Isaac. Yeah. yeah. Got to get his car back over from London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, just to put things up, uh, your score predictions for Sunday, but Watford away, it's, surely it should be a win. On, pa on paper, it should I'll, be I'll go 2-0. 2-0, maybe 3. Okay, what about yourself, Andrew? Are you confident? I am confident. I don't think it'll be easy breaking them down, but I am confident we'll win. Um I'm going to go uh, two one. I think they might get a... against us. Oh, okay. They always, yeah, I think they always. I think they always get a penalty against us. Watford, don't they? Um, <laughs> it was on VAR. That's the key. Tom, yeah, I'll, check, I'll find. I'll check that in a minute. Actually, I'll let you know. On Twitter, I'm like, for fuck's sake, it's fucking this one. <laughs> yeah, no. Two. Did you, did you find two or two one. Two nil or two one. I, I, I think. But honestly, I'd be happy with a scrappy one 0 win. I just want those three points. Yeah. Okay. So Gary Pooman in the chat is going for three-one Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, Gary's going, Gary himself is going for three-nil. Russ is just joining us as we're wrapping up. So get your score prediction in quick, Russ. Um, I'm going to go for a hard drafted three-nil win. Mm. I think we'll go one-nil up in the first half, and then the, the, the second and third goal come near in, in the last ten minutes. But now we've all predicted Arsenal win. It's obviously going to be uh, Watford take the lead somehow, and, and then we're scrapping <laughs> to get an equaliser and then nick it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Look, if we do that, I'll be happy with that again as well. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look, as, it's, as we've been saying for that whole show, and we'll be up on audio as well for Spotify and all that late in the next 40 odd, 40 odd minutes after you end this stream. But um, as long as we keep our run going mm. in terms of form-wise, that's, all, that's all we can do. Everyone's yeah. got, because of our because of the potential free games we have, put them to a side for a second. Everyone's chasing us at the moment until further notice. Unless we have unless we have an absolute nightmare to fall off a cliff and allow everyone back in it, is it's technically it is ours to lose, with all due respect. Yeah. I think. Sure, for sure. Yeah, uh Steve is Steve F is going 2-0, they'll be ultra defense. Oh yeah, we know, we know that. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna be a 
a tight-fisted 1-0 at half-time and then literally we'll just grind and grind away and get a second in the last 10 minutes like we did against Wolves and then literally there's a like, drop-ass for like two, three minutes afterwards. We get an early goal, we'll be game over. Yeah. We get an early goal, it'll be game over. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, Steph and behave yourself. We're all being positive for once. <laughs> Saying that, mind you, uh, what for good nick a draw? They could. We're not, <laughs> we're not May United. We're not that bad. <laughs> if we don't, I mean, if, true. if we don't take our chances and we're not clinical, it could be another United all over again. Because I mean, United should have won four 0 But that's down to their finishing, like you say. Yeah. Oh my God! How did he miss Talk that? About finishing. Fucking Everton confidence at dinner all tonight. Did you Thank see you. that? Rondon <laughs> there missed the header from like point blank range, flying <laughs> header. Yeah, just yeah, that's weird. Rondon back after was it two was it two years since he left to go to some Chinese team? The Chinese yeah, Super League. I don't, I'm not back. sure. He's nothing, he's nothing like he was before. I don't think he scored this season, has he? No, I don't think he has. I think so. Anyway, not in the league anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're going to wrap things up, guys. Thanks, Steve and Andrew, for coming along and doing this yeah, for me. It was a pleasure, guys. We will obviously in the next day or two sort out the podcast for next, the podcasts for next week. But this actual podcast will be up on the audio platforms, all good audio platforms in the next 40 odd minutes. Hopefully, just downloads quick enough. So keep an eye on out for that. And Andrew says on his channel, on Spotify, you can now review us on, on Spotify. So give us a five star review or whatever. It does help us get out there and Get, get noticed over on the audio side of things as well. If you are new to the channel as well, in terms of YouTube, do subscribe, do smash that like button and all that jazz. It's completely free. And do share do share the content around. It does massively help us grow this channel and grow the platform as it is. And yeah, we'll be back on Saturday for the Match of the Day stream, so to keep an eye on our rivals as we do that whole season. And then Sunday, double header. Arsenal women kick off the double header watch along with doing, which will be Aussie Arsenal women versus Birmingham City. And just as that finishes, we'll bring the other guys in for the main event, Watford versus Arsenal. And that's a be fun. And Andrew's going to be in the vein, probably. What's his no, son? I'm, I've got bad news about that, unfortunately. My son uh, was training last night and he's pulled his thigh. He's really got a bad injury on his thigh, so I might not. I'll, Depending on how it is, I might not uh, uh, miss the game after all. But yeah, yeah. absolutely gutted for him because he's, he's going to be gutted to miss out on the semi-final. Fortunately, yeah, bloody. Yeah, I, hope go, go. I hope he gets a speedy recovery there. Bloody, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I know. He's comfortable. He's limping around mm. at the moment. So just typical luck just before the semi. He's desperate to play in that. But there you go. I won't bore you to tears with that. <laughs> but, <laughs> Oh, I might better watch the game after all. Oh, uh, fair enough. Okay. But yeah, as I say, we wish my speedy recovery, obviously. Back okay. I, 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 I had that when I was playing rugby years ago. Oh, my God. Wasn't comfortable at all. But yeah, so, to say the least, it's a pain in the ass. Let's go down downstairs. Jesus Christ. But yeah. yeah no. Thanks, guys, for coming along. We'll see you on Saturday for the match of the day, as I said, and then on Sunday for the main event. And as always, up the Arsenal. Come on, you gunners. Harlan, 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 Harlan. <laughs> Thank you for listening to From Dial Square to Air.
Please help us grow by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and following the show on your preferred podcast platform. Please also visit our Facebook page, our Twitch channel and of course our YouTube channel. And whilst you are there, please subscribe and hit the notification button so you don't miss any upcoming shows. Please also press the like button on the video so we can get recommended by YouTube to other Arsenal fans all around the world. See you soon. Good morning and welcome to the Central Line. Just let you all know that Tottenham are shit. Tottenham, Hotspur are shit.